Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. We're in Chapter 4, Paragraph 25, Parag Dalad Mishnah Chaf Hey, here in the PAL with Tani G. And Pirkei Avos, Ethics of the Fathers. It's a wonderful, fantastic safer. Thank you for joining us. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. If you want the business cards about this show or the other show, OT Talk with Mr. T, shoot us an email. Let's spread word. So now we're up to a very interesting mission, a very interesting paragraph. Elisha ben Avuya Omer. Elisha ben Avuya is a very perplexing character in the Talmud. There were four people the Talmud tells us that went into the Pardes, which is this sort of this garden, this sort of place that they were with God, walking with God. And four people were, with, were there. One of them didn't make it out. And this story could be literally or figuratively. We're not sure how to interpret it. But according to the text, the story has it where their four sages went into the garden. One of them didn't make it out. One of them went crazy. One of them went off the derech, which is Elisha ben Avuya, went off the path and became a heretic. And one of them came out normal and okay and was fine. And that's Rabbi Akiva, another great sage. We could talk all day about Rabbi Akiva as well. He has fascinating things about his life. But that's for another time. Elisha ben Avuya, though, he became a heretic. But his loyal disciple, Rabbi Meir, clung to him even though he was a heretic, even though he went off the path, even though he went off the derach. Maybe it relates to the other Mishnah where we say, Who is wise? Somebody who learns from everybody. So Rabbi Meir might have thought, I could still learn from Elisha ben Avuya. The Talmud says when, when they asked Rabbi Meir, why are you clinging to Elisha ben Avuya? Why are you learning from him? He's a heretic. He should not be the one that should be your role model. So he said, it's like a pomegranate. It's like a fruit where I discard the peel and I go for the seeds. I look for what's inside. I discard the outside of the hereticism that he has, but I look to the inside, the insights that Elisha Bonavoya has. I know he has the Torah within him. I know he has those learnings and those teachings. He was a wonderful, great sage before he went off the path, and I am still trying to learn from him. And Elisha Bonavoya also was walking on the path once he got to the board of the boundary that you're allowed to walk to on the Sabbath, the 2000 almost, and he turned to Rabbi Meir and he said to him, you cannot come with me anymore. Why are you still with me? And again, I think, I think it is the idea that Rabbi Meir said, I still want to learn from you. I still want to cling to you. There's still what to gain from you, even though on the outside you went off the path. Another story says that Elisha ben Avuya saw a son go to shoo away the mother bird. There's a biblical commandment to take to shoo away the mother bird. Shiluach HaKain, if you want to take the egg, and two mitzvot that guarantee long life are listening to your parents and shooing away the mother bird. They're diametrically opposites in terms of how hard they are, but they both give long life as the reward. Only two in the Torah, well, there might be others, but two that are majorly mentioned in terms of long life. And this son went and did it. He fell off the, son, off the ladder and he died. Lo'aleinu, we should never know from such things. And Elisha ben Avuya saw this and said, This is Torah and this is the reward. He listened to his parents. He sent away the motherboard and he dies. This is what we get, the reward we get. No, I want nothing to do with this, and he became a heretic. According to another opinion, that's what happened to him. But either way, Rabbi Meir clung to him, and there's stuff to learn from him. And obviously, they didn't take out his sayings from the Pirkei Avos. They left it because there's something to learn from everyone. A wise person learns from everyone. I don't care if you're the greatest sage in the world or you're the lowliest simpleton. We can learn something from everyone. If the poor person gets up at the crack of dawn, you can learn from him that you need to get up, jump out of bed, right away in the morning if the sage is a 
brilliant scholar and needs erudition and lots of learning, so we should learn to be lots of learning. Every person you meet, you could learn something from, you have to learn something from. So in this Mishnah, this paragraph, Alicia Menavuya tells us, One who studies as a child, to what can he be compared? To ink written on paper that is fresh. And one who studies as an old man, to what can he be compared? To ink written on paper that is smudged. Obviously, we're learning here, it's better to learn when you're young and impressionable and you have a blank slate than when you're older. It's much harder to gain and learn the material. The notes at the bottom say paper that is fresh, which retains ink legibly and permanently. This is a lesson on a person's duty to learn Torah while he is young and his mind is fresh and receptive. While we're still young, we have to do and learn what we can. We have to do as much knowledge, gain as much knowledge as we can every moment we have. We can, besides for taking care of your parents, taking care of your spouse and your, and your family and your friends and your work obligations, every other moment we need to take what we can. We need to learn what we can as much as we can while we're young. The paper is fresh as we get older and older, older we might get wiser, but it's much harder to learn things and to retain things. They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. As a person gets older, as the animal gets older, it's much harder to teach them the new tricks. It's much harder to teach people as they get older different things. It's definitely harder to work on your traits as you get older and more set and set in your ways while you're young. And of course, everyone is welcome on the show, old and young alike. But we're talking to young people, especially when you're young. You have to make the most of your time. You have to make the most of your abilities, your energy, and your abilities and capabilities to change yourself and your world around you take your energy and use it for positivity while you're young while that paper is still fresh do what you can don't wait till tomorrow don't wait till you're older you'll never have that ability that chance again you have to do what you can today don't push off for tomorrow what you we can do today while your paper is fresh, while your mind is still there, that's why you should get everything you can, get all your degrees done, get all your learning done in terms of academia while you're still young. It's much harder to go back when you're older. It's much harder to go back when you have kids, grandkids, other responsibilities, and you have less energy than you did when you were younger. So do things now while you have the energy, while you have the vibrancy, and while you're here. Obviously, every single minute we're on this world is still important. It's still what to do, even if a person's 102, 120, 90, all the way down to 1 or zero and they're just born there's what you can be done there's what to be done in this world but especially when you're young the ink is fresh work on yourself while you're in this world and you can because there's not the ability to do that as you get older you got to take the strength and the capabilities and the talents and run with it as much as you can now before you get a little older and it gets much harder join us next time as we continue in chapter 4 paragraph 26 here on the PAL with Tani G I'm your host, Tani G.